thanks for choosing the Looms and Me podcast. I'm Looms, and if you're anything like me, then you're probably doing a pretty passable job of adulting. So I hope this series helps you as much as it's helping me. We are all about growth and realistic self-betterment, both in our personal and professional lives. There's something new every single week, so if you like this episode, then head to looms.me for more. Now, this week I want to talk about why motivation is the fuckboy of emotions. Now, I really wish I'd been the one to come up with that quote, but alas, it wasn't me. It was uh, an extraordinary life coach that I follow called Kara Lowenthal. If you haven't heard her podcast, it's called Unfuck Your Brain, and it is just superb. It's changed. It's completely changed the way in which I see myself, the way in which I see the world, the way in which I think about you know, the power that I myself have over myself, if that makes sense. And ultimately, really, she has been uh, probably the biggest inspiration for why I even started this podcast, (laughs) because I realize just how you just don't know the impact that you're going to be able to have on other people. And the fact that she so openly shares her journey just really inspired me to want to share my journey as well. So big shout out to Kara. Uh, but all of that to say, it's it's her quote. And it when I saw this, it really, really hit home. So the full quote is, motivation is the fuckboy of emotions. It lights you up with dazzling glimpses of possibility and promise. And then it ghosts you just when you need it the most. And honestly, no truer words have ever been said. So I talked before about how I spent a whole month trying to hack my morning routine just so I could carve out some time for all things creative, mostly writing, but also just generally just being creative. And the I wrote the uh, the blog post that goes with this podcast. I wrote that at, I believe it was 7.34 a.m. And the irony is not lost on me on talking about motivation when in reality, I am about a week behind with the release of these episodes. So the irony is not lost on me for the eagle-eyed amongst you, of all four of you who are listening. Uh, I'm fully aware of 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 the irony of that, but it's fine because we move and we're all imperfect beings who are just trying to do the best that they can. So let's, let's all just move past that and try to still enjoy the rest of this episode. Now, when I sat down to write the post about motivation, I spent about an hour of the time that I'd allocated to write that particular post, uh, customizing an IKEA PAX wardrobe uh, on the IKEA website that I have no intention at all of purchasing anytime soon. And by anytime soon, I mean, no, (laughs) there was no need for me to be doing that. But that is what I chose to do with an hour of my creative time instead of actually starting to write the motivation post. So it's safe to say that the motivation to create that particular day was super low. Now, before we even go further, um, let's let's think about the definition of what motivation is, right? And ultimately, really, it's the desire to do something in a very oversimplified terms. But that's basically what it is, right? It's the thing that makes you want to do the thing that you want to do. And it's a really interesting force to contend with because mostly because of how much we rely on it as a measure of whether we want to do the thing or we don't want to do the thing. And what's most interesting to me is how much I can really look forward to doing something 
And then when the time comes, I just I just can't be bothered to get on with it. Like recording this episode, for instance, I really, really enjoy creating these. But for some reason, getting started or even oh, it just yeah, there's just something about crossing that threshold from wanting to do something into actually doing it. So back in the day, I probably would have assumed that a lack of motivation meant that perhaps I wasn't as keen on the things that I was going to do as I thought I was. But now I know how misguided that view is. And I try not to think about what would have happened had I just done all the things in the past that I wanted to do if I just done them anyway. It would just, there's no sense in dwelling in the past. But it's a really interesting thought. So, you know, there are a few factors that play into human beings doing things. And the biggest of them is the human brain. Now, our brains have always worked as hard as they can to keep us alive and really protect us from any sort of discomfort, from pain, from danger. And back in the days of the mammoths and cavemen, danger stress signals that were sent to the brain usually meant that we were about to die. Now, these days, as society has evolved, that danger stress signal can occur at the thought of going to the dentist, for instance. It's, it no longer signifies that we're about to die, but society has evolved faster than our brains could keep up. So once you understand this brain, you know, product feature, uh, you may start to see your mind a little bit differently. And you start to see a lack of motivation, you know, as the fuckboy it really is. It, it tempts you with promises of a future where all your goals are achieved. But as soon as it's time to put in the work, it just vanishes into the abyss. Uh, I, I don't know if you felt that, but I, I, I feel that a lot. I experienced that a lot. So for me, you know, the morning that I, I wrote this post was a really great example. And even though I enjoy writing and I found this week's topic really interesting and I carved out a really decent chunk of uninterrupted time just to focus on it, I still, I still found myself really distracted and generally just unmotivated to get on with it. Now, cycling is another example I love it so much. It's my happy place and it's my third favorite way to spend a day. But I cannot stress just how hard it is to not cancel a planned bike ride the morning of the ride because I just, I can't be bothered to do it. Once I'm on the road though, then everything is grand. But just getting to my front door is my soul's very own personal Everest. All right, so you get it. I get it. Motivation's a lie. What can we do about it? How do we push through? How can we actually go about taking that very first step. So here are the steps that I took to that got me to actually get started on the article and then eventually finish it. So I'm hoping that this will be helpful for you as well if you're also finding that you are struggling with you know, looking forward to doing something and then when the moment comes, just being like, nah, don't want to do it. So number one is to really just take a second to sit down and listen to the warning that your brain is trying to send you. When, when you're faced with the action that you want to or have to take. So we said before about how the human brain is always trying to protect us. Usually the thing that stops us from starting something is that our minds don't know how we're going to be able to do them, for instance, or just it, it feels like too much of an insurmountable task, or the mind is associating the thought of failing at what it is that we're about to do with the discomfort that we'll feel if it doesn't go the way that we want it to go. And it's the brain's job to stop us. So knowing that and understanding that that's what the brain is doing, 
means that if you actually stop and take a second and really just sit down and listen to what it is that your brain is trying to tell you or the warning is trying to tell you, you can actually counteract the message that's being sent to you, right? So in my case, when I sat down and listened to what my mind was telling me about why I wasn't feeling motivated, uh, my, I realized that what the thought that was playing over and over in my head was, no, don't write anything. You don't even know how you're going to start it. You don't even know if you know everything about motivation. You don't have a plan. You know, you're going to be uncomfortable. Make it stop. Right. And so once I realized that, that realized that that was the thought that was holding me back and that was the thought that was stopping me, I was able to say, thank you, brain, for trying to protect us. We're not going to die. We're going to find a way to finish this or start this, even if I don't have a plan right now. And if I'm uncomfortable, then that's fine. And really just having a conversation with your own mind. It sounds mental, but honestly, try it and see, because I think you might be very surprised by how effective that can be to just calm the mind down because the brain just want, wants to be heard. So if you let it be heard and you hear the message and you're really gentle with yourself and you thank yourself and thank your brain for trying to stop you from being uncomfortable I, for me, I found that doing that really just quite quiets everything down and then I'm able to get started. Now, I said that was the first step. That's actually step one and step two combined. Step one is listening and then step two is correcting, the, is thanking your brain, I should say, and then correcting that narrative or correcting the thought or counteracting the thought that your brain is trying to push through to you. And the third step, once you've done that, is to just take one tiny step one tiny step towards the action. For me, that step was writing the title of the post and uh, writing a sentence, right? Just a any sentence, the first sentence, something about the thought of motivation that I wanted to talk about, any sentence at all. So I wrote a sentence and then I rewarded myself immediately after by making myself a cup of tea. So repeating that pattern for me got me through got me into like a really good flow right so I did I took a tiny step and then I rewarded myself and so the more you reward yourself like puppies <laughs> then the more likely you are to want to repeat that action it, it works for me all right so I I'm, I'd be curious to hear if this works for anybody else but I did that pattern and I found myself a different reward every single time. So I wrote a sentence and then I made myself a cup of tea. And then I wrote another sentence and then I gave myself five minutes of YouTube time. And then I wrote another sentence and I did a quick stretch. So it's that, it's that sort of thing, right? So in, in your mind, it's a finite, finite amount that you can do. Uh, and, you know, some people refer to this as the, the two minute rule. It's also something that's uh, along those similar lines. So instead of saying you're going to go to the gym every morning, uh, you just commit to putting on your gym clothes or putting on your gym bottoms and then just working your way up from there. Uh, and there, there are a few theories that are sort of based around using that to take action. I believe Mel Robbins talks about counting to five or like counting down from five. So her five second rule, I believe it is, uh, where if you know you need to do something and you're stuck, you just go five, four, three, two, one. And at one, you get up and you just do it. There's, so there's a lot of the, there's a lot of that sort of pseudoscience around how to get past the, the human mind. I found these tips really, really helpful, both in my personal life and when I'm at work as well. And I find that I'm, I have an assignment or something that I need to do that I just I don't really know how to do it yet 
or I don't see where where I'm going to be able to take it. So I usually will apply these three steps and also some sort of combination or form of the two minute rule where you just set yourself a timer and you do something for that time and then you get up and you walk away from your desk. So there's a, there's a lot of that 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 that's in circulation. I'd be super curious to hear some of the other ways in which folks are really trying to break past that getting started barrier because I think I definitely would go on a lot more bike rides with or without being motivated to do so if I could find a way to to hack it. So in summary, motivation is a lie. If you only wait until you're motivated to do something, you're going to end up missing out on quite a lot of wonderful things and uh, basic maintenance things that probably should be done that would just ensure your overall overall well-being and be kind to your mind be kind to yourself correct the narrative and do something anything something small to just to get started all right that's enough of that you're a legend for listening if you made it this far and you want even more then head to the link in the show notes join the mailing list at looms.me and you'll be rewarded with weekly treats totally free you'd be mad not to so until we meet again thank you so much